When your ad campaigns are going well and you've established a good lead quality, the obvious next step is to look at how you can scale them. It should be simple, right? You're already getting profitable leads at a good CPL, that's cost per lead from here on. So all you need to do is increase your budget and you're all set, right? Well, this isn't quite what happens though. Instead, SaaS companies will commonly see CPL increasing and your acquisition model gets thrown into disarray. But this can be avoidable if you take a more controlled approach to scaling your campaigns. In this episode, we'll talk about why CPL increases and how this impacts acquisition, how SaaS companies should react to this differently, and tactics that we use to lower CPL for our clients. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm gonna talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you'd want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. When you want to measure the cost effectiveness of a PPC campaign, you can't go wrong by paying attention to your CPL. It tells you how much a lead currently costs, allowing you to make projections and set targets to get more out of your campaigns. Now it's an easy metric to calculate. You just do total campaign spend divided by the total number of new leads, and that equals your cost per lead. For example, if you spent $80,000 on a campaign and acquired 400 sales qualified leads, your cost per lead is $200. The lower the CPL, the better the value you're getting from your campaigns. The quality of needs needs to be considered though. But CPL is still a powerful indicator when making decisions. For example, if you see that your CPL is creeping up, it's clear that your campaign is losing its effectiveness and needs some attention. If it gets too high, it will cost more than the leads are actually worth, making it an inefficient spend of your marketing budget if conversion is the goal. This is why SaaS companies are forever trying to lower their CPL, but it's not quite as simple as they often assume. Most SaaS companies take a very linear and a simplistic approach to their cost per lead. Or they set a target CPL, and then once they reach the target, they try simply to throw more money into the campaign. Now the expectation is that by spending more money, the number of leads will grow in parallel to the increased investment, while the CPL will remain the same. Some companies even expect a CPL to go down when they invest more money, but in actuality, the CPL is more likely to go up than stay the same. It, it certainly won't go down. It's like if you were fishing in a pond. You found the perfect spot and you're catching lots of fish, but you want to catch more. So to double your catch, you decide to add a second identical fishing line. Will you double your catch? Well, I'm no fisher, but probably not. There may not be enough fish in that section of the pond or the rest of the fish that are there may not be drawn to that type of lure. Or even worse, the second line is just too much and it scares the fish away and you end up catching fewer fish than when you started. Well, thanks for dealing with that analogy there. <laughs> now, instead, you should be trying to use different lures, positioning the second line in a different part of the pond, or fishing in a different pond altogether. And because you're not here to learn about fly fishing, let's bring this back to your PPC campaigns. Now, you can't just do more of the same thing and expect an exponential increase. 
You need to try new things to see what works for your target audience. And your acquisition model needs to reflect this approach too, as your projected growth will likely be inaccurate if you've based it off unrealistic targets. Now, if the answer isn't just pumping more money into the same campaign, what's the alternative? Slowly, carefully, and iteratively making changes. Now, we found that this approach steadily decreases the CPL without requiring massive bursts of financial investment to get there. To make it easy to follow, we've broken this approach down into three steps that will help you bring your CPL down while scaling up your advertising. The first is a small increase to your budget. Now, you should try to keep an increase into your budget within the bounds of a 5 to 15% increase. You may be tempted to make a big increase, but remember, the lower the increment, the lower the risk. You can repeat this process as often as you wish, so there's no reason to increase more rapidly than necessary. Step two is test and optimize. And we can summarize this whole step in just a few words, but there is a lot more to it, so stick with me. Make a change and make only one change at a time. If you make multiple changes at once, it becomes impossible to accurately determine which change had which effect on the CPL. And without that data, you can't make informed decisions later on. The changes that you can make vary from industry to industry. So choose the change that you believe will have the greatest impact. Having said that, there's minimal risk if you actually make the wrong decision. So don't spend too much time or energy trying to pick the perfect change. The most effective way to implement these changes is by setting up an A-B test that allows you to compare directly new copy with the original copy, for example. Once you've made your change and you've set up a test, keep an eye on the results and monitor any changes to the CPL to get the most out of the next step. For this reason, we recommend creating a hypothesis log to track the success or failure of these tests. And in the accompanying article to this episode, there is a screenshot of an actual hypothesis testing log. It does have the client's test blurred out, but you can still see each of the columns and replicate this for yourself. Over time, buyers get used to your ad creative. Now, in order to stop them becoming fatigued by your messaging, you should update your ad copy regularly. Testing different ad copy is not only an affordable way to improve the effectiveness of a campaign, but it's also one of the most effective. You can tweak an existing ad or you can write a whole new one. It's up to you. The important thing is that you set up A-B testing that tracks the effectiveness of those new variants. And if you're anything like us, you're constantly doing keyword research. So you always have new keyword combinations that you could try. This is the perfect opportunity to test them out. By changing the keyword combinations in your strategy, you can make a big impact on the number of leads that you acquire. And go back to our fishing analogy here with me for a second. Why fish in the same place every time when you could fish in other lakes, rivers, or oceans? When you've been trying to acquire new customers in a region for a while, you'll likely notice a decline in the efficiency of ad campaigns. Now, this is partly due to prospects you've already shown ads to not being in market. And at that point, it makes sense to expand your campaigns to try different regions where there may be buyers in market who have never heard of your solution before. 
Taking something that you already have and running it in a new but similar location is a great way to take an already successful campaign and give it new life. For example, if you achieved a low CPL in the UK, you might want to run the same campaign in Australia or the US or vice versa. It's important to tweak your campaign though to use localized vocabulary and vernacular, otherwise you risk alienating the new market. Now, if you wanted to take a slightly more radical approach to this, you could create a whole new campaign with the extra budget. Now, this is a higher risk than the other options that we've talked about, but it also has the potential to reap the biggest rewards if your new campaign connects with your target audience. This strategy may require more iterations and tweaks early on, but once you start to get results, you can continue improving it with the changes we've already talked about. Step three is to review the CPL. Now this is an iterative process, so it's important that you regularly review the CPL of your changes to measure the effectiveness. You shouldn't expect the CPL to drop all of a sudden, but you should watch for what effect your changes have made. If it looks like the change is driving the CPL up and it doesn't look like it's coming back down, you should go back to the test and optimize the stage to try something else. Now, if the CPL has leveled off or even dropped, you know you're going in the right direction. However, you shouldn't increase the budget again until you're close to your target CPL. Now, until you get there, continue to test and optimize your campaign until the CPL is where you want it to be. By taking this approach, you make adjustments in small steps rather than big sweeping changes. Your budget increases should go up in small steps, and over time, you should see your CPL go down in small steps. The only big jumps you should expect to see in your CPL is when you increase the budget, as shown in the diagram that accompanies this blog post, where we've plotted ad spend by month versus CPL, cost per CPL. This is to be expected, and through testing and optimizing your approach, you'll gradually bring that back down, and you'll keep it within a manageable range. So let's pull this all together. It's worth noting that this is just one approach to improve your PPC campaigns, and it's wise to optimize your lead quality before focusing on volume. When you do focus on volume though, your CPL is going to be a vital metric, and simply increasing your budget is not the right way to keep it low. You can keep your CPL manageable and within an acceptable range while increasing your number of acquired leads by following this iterative approach. First, a small budget increase, second, a test and optimization phase, and third, reviewing the CPL and repeating the process. It may take time, but it'll pay off in the long run. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.